Let me make sure my recorder's on. Are we going to get to 100 this year? No. Will you get on with it? Okay, okay. Welcome to Galaxy of Toys podcast, a discussion about Star Wars toys. You're listening to episode number 87. My name's Jason. Joining me tonight from Vintage to Modern, Vendoms to the Black Series, he collects them all. Mr. Byzy, Mr. BYZ on YouTube, our good friend Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Hey, Jason, how's it going? I'm standing. I'm not... <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> going as good as 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 well as could be expected i suppose my i'm healthy my family's all well so that's that's the best thing yep also joining us tonight from this week in star wars matt fox happy lockdown everybody (laughs) (laughs) the original this week in star wars the original. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> They're still squatting on your name. Yes. Has anybody contacted you for use of your uh, web address yet? No, but I've contacted them for use of theirs. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you should at least be featured. You should at least be a bit or something. Yeah, I want a segment. I want to be like Andy Rooney. Yeah. Right? They're skewing really young there with an Andy Rooney reference. Uh, but, yeah, yeah I just... Put me on at the end of the show, and I'll complain about things. There you go. Something. You know, at least, like, go to you for the weather or something, right? I mean, just just throw us a bone here, people. (laughs) Weather. Yeah, okay. Also on the call, Emperor's Royal Guard Collector Extraordinaire, Chris. Morehead, hello, Chris. Hey, Jason. Good to be back with all of you guys. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen any faces, so it's at least nice to hear some voices. Yes. yes. From yakface.com, Jason. Hello, Jason. Hello, everyone. Good to be back. Good to have you back. And last but not least, from from forlomtazuckus.com and sometimes Sandcrawler Podcast, <laughs> Jake Stevens. Hello, Jake. Hello. I'm uh, still riding high from the Siege of Mandalore. Feeling good about that. Oh, I know. It was awesome, wasn't it? Feeling good about the way this uh, series is going to end up because uh, I was struggling through the last four episodes. Yeah, I know. I really, the last four, I, I like, I want to, I really want to like them because it's Clone Wars and it looks great and they've got Blue Snaggletooth and Greedo and Hammerhead. But, yeah. But this last one was amazing, I thought. Yeah, no, they, um, the, the, the Star, uh, Star Wars Clone Wars is gonna go out absolutely on top. With the, like, their peak animation mm-hmm. is taking place. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I love how this, uh, this, uh, season ending arc or the series ending arc started out more like a movie introduction as opposed to just a common episode. So Yeah, they had the old vintage Lucasfilm logo. Yeah, it's limited, yeah. Well, that was cool. I'm I'm uh, very cool. It was very, very cool, cool but I, I was a little um I, I'm not certain what it represents. Like wh- well, I think I why that? honestly it's cool, I think, but why? I think it's supposed to parallel 
the the film release that's kicked off the series. Mm. That that's okay. my best guess. That this is you know it's going to start with a film and it's going to kind of end with a film. Yeah, when I saw that come up, I thought I don't know why they put this up, but I do like it. Well, you know, there's all sorts of you know uh, people online that are talking about how there was more nostalgia and emotion and musical beats and stuff in that one episode than they felt uh, in the whole sequel trilogy. So, mm. yeah, well, we'll see. And we still got three episodes to go. I will say somebody, this. I will say so, this. Somebody this. sounds like they're jogging with their phone in their pocket. Do we know who that Who's is? Who's jogging? <laughs> Not me. No jogging on Galaxy of Toys. <laughs> and this is my only little nitpick about that episode. I just got to say this. I'm, Ma- they teased Maul again. Mm-hmm. Teasing Maul no longer does anything for me. Not that I don't like Darth Ma- or just Maul now. Not that I don't like him, but he was like a tease for the Clone Wars, then a tease for Rebels, and then a tease at the end of Solo. It's like it's kind of it's kind of worn off on me now. He's cool. I like him, but it doesn't like get me super pumped up anymore. That's true. I mean, uh, Maul is borderline uh, eclipsing Vader in like the number of appearances. <laughs> it's yeah. uh, he's becoming the Star Wars bad guy. So uh, I guess when he shows up in the uh, Rebels spinoff series, once they go through one of those uh, Force time jump portals, yeah. he'll uh, he'll dominate. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they could uh, wedge him into the Cassian Andor show. Well, uh, there's no reason he couldn't show up in The Mandalorian. No, he's dead. Because they do he's flashbacks. Dead, the Mandalorian. No, no flash- they do flashbacks, That's people. True. Listen and to he has me. cheated death once before. Listen to me carefully. <laughs> flashbacks might just reveal things in The Mandalorian That's next true. season. Yeah. And they've already Except done that. Hint, hint, hint. And they've already done flashbacks to that show. So that does make sense, Jake, and I could see that happening. Yeah. But... And it'll be cool when it happens, but I think his his presence as a tease is kind of, I don't know. Yeah, no, it's overrated at this point. Yeah, yeah, it's still cool. I mean, I'm tr- yeah, it's still cool, though. Uh, Matt, I have good money that you're going to get your girl Bo-Katan on Mandalorian, though, huh? Oh, yeah, I'm very excited. That would be awesome. Yeah, especially if they, you know, I, you know they should cast... Yeah, we'll let Katie Sackoff be in it. Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. there's no reason not to. But Matt, have you been enjoying the Clone Wars? On yeah. Plus? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, Arc 1 was average Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. The second one was, you know, I'm in, I'm in agreement with everybody else that it was, you know, a placeholder. And, yeah, this... Uh, I was never a fan of the Clone Wars animation style. I, I just never, never cared for it. But this, it looked really good. This new one, and you know, of course, you know, they've had seven years to work on it. So, you know, into their spare time when they weren't doing Rebels. So, yeah, it'll go out with a bang. I'm sure. I hope. Ryan, what's your thoughts on the this season of Clone Wars? I've enjoyed it. Uh, definitely, the uh, the episode that aired Friday was uh, absolutely fantastic. Um, that whole Ahsoka arc was a little weird, but I feel like it was trying to set up how Ahsoka is going to end up with the Mandos and all that, um, you know, to tie that in. 
I think it was just setting up some stuff from there. I'm sure those uh, other two gals and their ship are going to come back somewhere in that. Um, but, you know, we've always had that in Clone Wars. We've had that arc where we're like, what the heck is this? And, and I'll say this. It's a far better than Sunny Day in the Void in any day. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris, have you been following the show? Yeah, I've been watching it with my girls. And, mm. uh, yeah, the first arc, I had never uh, seen the animatics that were out before. So they were all fresh for me. I enjoyed mm. them. They weren't great episodes, but they weren't bad either. They were just nice, run-of-the-mill Clone Wars episodes. Um, the next arc, after a couple episodes of it, start, it really started feeling like filler. And with this is a pretty short season. How many episodes are we getting? Twelve. Uh, you only got three more. Yeah, so I'm, I'm like wondering why we had enough time for filler. I mean, I, yeah, there's probably going to be stuff that ties back, but... I don't think it's going to make a huge difference in the grand scheme of things. I don't know. But this, uh, the new episodes looked fantastic. Obviously the last episode of the previous thing was already starting to tease in what, where they were headed. Um, Maul is always in the Clone Wars has been some of the best episodes. They write him very well in this series and usually save the big event episodes for his appearances. So, yeah. Uh, and Jason. Um, yeah, I'm like totally, totally hooked on it as far as the, just the quality, animation quality, music, story. It's just there's nothing to complain about. I mean, for me, for that whole thing. And you can't say that with the past three, four movies that have come out. You know, yeah. there's always something to complain about with those. You know, even like even some of the other animated stuff, you know, there was some people that didn't really like parts of rebels and there's people that didn't like resistance, but you could tell that they're sa- They saved all of their budget, I think, or applied most of the budget for these, this last arc. You know, I think if, if, if you look back and you think of, they already had the animatics for, um, for the first arc, the bad batch arc. So there wasn't, they didn't have to build those episodes from scratch so I think they were just able to really focus on the quality and step up that animation level for just even this first episode of this arc. It it looked better than any – it's movie quality Star Wars graphics as far as live action almost. Yeah. So I was really I was really engaged with the whole thing, and it was very emotional in scenes. And, you know, seeing Ahsoka kicking all those – Mando's asses as they're flying through the sky. You know, it's just wild. Well, the last Battle of Mandalore was a huge standout in yeah. animation and action as well. And so I'm glad that they're kind of living up to when we fight on Mandalore, this is this is what goes on, right? Yep. And plus this is also Lucasfilm synergy and whether they were able to work this in or not but i mean the fact that mandalorians are such a prominent thing with the mandalorian now that people are probably really excited and more engaged about this as well for being a season ending arc um i think the one thing i think that i have issue with in this episode was i like the progression in the characters because obviously this is the arc that butts up against uh revenge of the sith and they've aged the characters to kind of look like that uh, Revenge of the Sith era. Um, but Anakin is a little... Uh, the, the, Anakin's model is not as good as Ahsoka 
and Obi-Wan, in my opinion. There was something off about his face. He's got like a huge Cro-Magnum brow or something around his uh, character um, design. But other than that, I think it's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think, if I may, I always thought Anakin was sort of off as a... You know, I never thought it had a Hayden Christensen element to it, for what it's worth. And, I mean, if I've got a beef with this episode, it's the fact that I thought that the way Ahsoka and Anakin parted before was really good. You know, given, you know, eventually when they, you know, are reunited in Rebels, so to speak. And, you know, now they're screwing around with that. And but, we don't know if Anakin's coming back or not. It looks like he's probably not. They went off to Coruscant. Yeah, that's kind of uh, you know it was a really good departure separation before, and this time it was just sort of see you around. Well, Clone Wars is good at sort of see you around because I remember thinking when uh, when this when the whole show started, I think it was the first season how um, Anakin and Dooku had a little scrimmage, right? In the movie, yeah. In, yeah, in the, was it in the movie? The Clone Wars mm. movie? Yeah. Can't remember now. And I thought, well, that's, you know, I thought it would would have been better had they not seen each other between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. Rather than yes. they see each other during the Clone Wars. I think they see each other on a regular basis. Yeah. You're so, right. But, uh, I mean, the but, only thing they did was to make sure that he never met, that Anakin and Grievous never met. Yeah. 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 Pull that off. Did but, you uh, did you notice the, um, well, they would call it the ring theory, if you watch youtube videos but the nod that they did uh when anakin first sees ahsoka in the hologram he says where are you are are you all right and that echoes to when he uh is vader and he's asking about padme he goes where is padme is she safe is she all right yes i know so they they are you know i mean a lot of thought and went into Mm -hmm. this episode and i'm I'm excited about this, uh, the way we're going to go out. But, you know, I think the thing that's on all of our minds is give us every damn character in this episode as an action figure, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They... Give us some action figures. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> at least the uh, this version of Ahsoka, that would be a good start. And do we now yeah, have... And I want... Oh, go ahead, Jason. I was going to say, and I want her clone company so bad you know just just to be able to build up a nice little army of those yeah yeah you're only you're yeah, getting General giant put the bust out like two weeks ago and i was sort of wondering what what is this but uh, uh galaxy know, it made sense. isn't galaxy of adventure having yeah. Rex? Clone, the ahsoka trooper ahsoka trooper yes yeah yes and is galaxy adventure having ahsoka as well yes in this yeah. out, is it in this outfit or is yes. it in some it is mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And I, I can't imagine many stores are going to carry Galaxy Adventure this year. Well, they probably will because what else are they carrying? <laughs> I don't know, but I can't see I can't see any of our local stores ordering any more of those. Yeah. But maybe it'll you know online if people want those they'll be able to get them. But I don't. I mean, well, I can't look see what, those coming to brick and mortar. Look what showed up this week though the uh, the the photo reel. Vintage series, though, popped up on pegs, and yeah. I don't know. Were, were we expecting those to be at normal brick-and-mortar retail? Because I kind of thought those would be kind of like the last wave, and you'd find them on e-tailers only. 
Yeah, that was one of those things where Hasbro says one thing and something else happens. <laughs> you know, it's like even even that wave that was the previous online only that did show up at stores. Um, I think I remember seeing reports of people find them in like Kmart. You know, it was like it, had, it was the Boba Fett was in it, and who else? Like who was other? I don't remember who else was in that online only assortment. Suppose Echo Base Han. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the Chewbacca and the yep. See, Dirty yeah, R2. Found, those were all found, like, at Kmart and some... 3PO. Yep. So... We don't have yeah. Kmarts around here anymore, so... Right. Yeah, have one. But, uh, yeah, it's... That was our impression, most people's impression, that that was going to be a online-only sort of fan channel release. Yeah. And, lo and behold, they show up at Target. I know, and now Target is, at least my Target, is very difficult to go to now because they are doing the uh, so many people in the store. Right. So they have lines outside that have, uh, you know, spacing of six feet apart where you have to wait. And going to Target now is a now hour, hour and a half long adventure as opposed wow. to jumping in and out. Well, that brings us to our next, uh, the next segment of the show. What have you picked up recently? And also toy hunting during shelter in place. How is it going? Uh, Matt, I'm going to start with you on this. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, toy hunts are fewer and far between now that we've got this fun new variable thrown into the mix. Um, but, you know, until the last week or so, there really wasn't anything to be out hunting for. So it didn't seem to bother me much. Um you know, I still did manage to get to Target maybe once a week or so. Ours, you know, doesn't sound like it's as bad as it might be out there, Jake. But, um, I mean, it's certainly, there are no crowds. Um, but there, I, I hadn't, I never found anything. And then the last couple of days I did try to go out to some Walmarts to see if I could find these retro figures uh, or the new Black Series. All I got out of it was a Zori Bliss so, um, and a disease, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe, you know, is it worth, yeah, you know, it's like you, you toy hunt, you die. Yeah. That's, uh, that's great. But, um, we'll see. Uh, other than that, um, you know, it's been online stuff. I got my, uh, black series probe droid, um, online that showed up. It's nice. Um, other than that, I've just been using this time to sort of like, backfill and see what i've got and make sure you know and i never i haven't missed anything in the last 25 years and that sort of thing so it's uh it's a weird kind of online toy hunting existence which mm-hmm. yeah not that rewarding yeah uh ryan what about you have you picked up anything recently uh, uh not really from stores no i've barely been out uh when i do go out it's usually groceries and um honestly i went to a target one day and i found that uh, target exclusive uh black widow six inch figure which i put up the review on mostly for the stand because i thought it was a pretty cool stand and i want to see what you could do with it uh but like i've been getting lots of stuff in the mail <laughs> i pre-order a lot of things and my um 40th anniversary empire six inch figures first wave have shown up uh what else has shown up it seems like there's been a lot i bought a lot of things 
off like eBay and little things for some dioramas I've been working on. Uh, bought a couple of like small Lego sets. I'm trying to think if there's anything else major that I got recently. I, oh, I finally got my six inch Mandalorian that I ordered back in November and they said it shipped like in November and it finally arrived. Apparently the horse finally tired out and it got here or something. <laughs> um, but nothing like really big. My retro collection is supposedly on its way. Walmart charged me for that today. So I'm assuming that's shipping out here very soon. Uh, I'm sure there's probably something I've missed that I've picked up, but, uh, yeah, it hasn't been a whole lot. Mostly I've been here at home working on creating online lessons and building the Senate. So, oh, oh, wait, there is, there is something else I did get, which is crazy. Um, I'm like Jason, I'm not big into the Funko Pops, but, but, um, they were supposed to be the Emerald City Comic Con 10 inch Indiana Jones one. And I was like, well, I got to get that. And so I had a ticket for Emerald City Comic Con and I actually got a ticket for the Funko line. And of course that all got canceled, but then Funko did the online sale and they gave pick people had a ticket to the um, Funko line first chance at it. So I actually got the Emerald City uh, Indiana Jones figure, which I guess was really hard to get. I've heard from a number of sources and then Disney released their version of it, which is like the regular version. The Emerald City is like shiny. The Disneyland version is just regular. I ordered that, got that. And then Funko put up a gold version. Uh, it was a couple of weeks ago. And I picked up that. So all of a sudden, I have three 10-inch Funko uh, Indiana Jones pops, which is kind of crazy. Chris, what about you? Uh, so, yeah, I haven't really gone out all that much. I go out about once a week to do grocery shopping and maybe once or twice for hardware stores because I'm doing a pretty substantial remodel of my collection room. Everything, if you saw Ryan's video that he posted, everything's taken down. The entire room is basically gutted, uh, rebuilt the stairs, t- tore down some walls. Uh, yeah, it's an extensive uh, project, which I'm to the point of I've hung most of the drywall and I'm starting to remud to get it ready for texturing and painting. So hopefully it should be coming back together here in about a month. I should start being able to move back into the space. Um so I do hit Fred's occasionally. I go check and they have, they're nothing. I mean, they haven't stocked anything new. And basically since um, uh, Force Friday or Triple Force Friday, um, all they've got are just like some clearance um, of those five-inch figures. Oh, and a few Snokes still at $15 a piece. Um, How can oh, that figure uh, still be out there? Yeah, it's yeah. everywhere still. Starting to eclipse uh, Java's Java's uh, Yerna. Yeah, well, it's it's weird because like I I saw a picture some guy on Facebook yesterday. He had a a peg with like eight Jawas. I yeah. mean, I haven't even seen that many figures since Triple Force Friday when stuff launched. I haven't seen those figures again, and I've only seen a couple. Like I saw, I found one Jawa at retail. Um, I think I can't remember the last time I saw an X-wing Luke at retail. I mean, all that l- later waves of vintage collection is just vaporized in our area. I don't know where this stuff is actually being found. I, I absolutely. The Jawas are all here. Really? Thick on I'm, the ground. Tell I mean, Target and Walmart. Just repacking the world, but it's a good figure, and I don't know. I have a soft spot for Jawas. It's a good uh, figure and an army builder figure, so I'm surprised yeah, those are yeah. building up. Yeah, it's weird. 
Well, the, the, the fact that you have any figures that aren't Snoke's are just shocking to me. Um, on that, uh, uh, Ewok Amy helped me, uh, pointed out uh, DKE was um, selling a line of wrap, big, I think they're called jackets, custom figures. There's a There was a Vader, a Yoda, and a Royal Guard. And the Royal Guard is wearing this ridiculously overstuffed, puffy jacket. And so I ordered that. Um, so I've got the, it's based off of a vintage figure, but then it's got this custom sculpted uh, puffy jacket on over it. And uh, I think I split it up with a couple of our friends. Uh, I think Kurt got the Vader. And actually, I, I still have the Yoda, who's got a gold chain and a black puffy jacket. And a, you know, he might have a pair of Adidas on or something. It's a pretty cool set. Um, on that, uh, oh, my uh, Mandalorian and Cara Dune figures showed up. I haven't opened them because everything's in flux, and I don't want to lose accessories or anything. Our, my, our, the entire house is kind of a disaster because everything that was down here had to go upstairs, and the house is just a mess everywhere, which has been fun for the last month and a half. But. Beyond that, um, Rise of Skywalker novel, the concept art, the movie, um, yeah, not a lot. It's just I've had my head kind of in remodeling lately. Jason, what about you? Have you picked up anything recently? Um, let's see. I've got quite a list here of stuff, actually. Um, a lot of it was through online purchases, so I didn't find um, – I wasn't out toy hunting for the most part. Um, you know, I'd swing by the aisle if I'm going to Target to pick up, you know, essential food stuffs, you know. Um, but uh, I did get uh, the six-inch wave one of the uh, Empire Strikes Back 40th anniversary collection. I got that from Dorkside Toys. So those came just this past week. Um, I did pick up the retro collection at uh, at Walmart yesterday. My uh, store was fully stocked with that new end cap that they have with the Boba Fett uh, Black Series helmet and the 40th anniversary figures and the Dooku wave of regular Black Series. So those were those were all fully stocked. Um, I got um, what else? The um, the child. I, I at eBay. There's some seller on eBay that had got some early stock of the six inch scale child from Mandalorian for the black series. I picked that up pretty decent little, I mean, it's tiny. You're going to lose those accessories if you don't keep a hold of them. And it's a good thing. They included that little plastic case that houses them because that little shift knob is about a millimeter and a half wide. That thing is, it, it just looks like a, a piece of garbage. You wouldn't even know it's an accessory for a figure if you didn't know any better. Um, what else did I get? Um, I was able to acquire one of those vintage, uh, style heavy infantry Mandalorians from that customizer has no talent oh, on, yeah. on uh, Instagram. Um, that's a pretty cool piece. It's, I, I'm amazed at the level of not only accuracy, but vintage feel that these figures that he produces are i mean like i the first one i got from him was the uh this chrome plated mandalorian figure um and i also got that blurg 
from him also. Um, but he's along with this heavy infantry Mando, which is rocket firing, which is pretty awesome. Um, he sent along the painted version of the Mandalorian. So I have both versions now. And then some of those metal challenge coins that he offers, he sent along three of those, one, one in each style. There's like a polished metal one, a brushed finish, and then there's a black one, like a black chrome version. So I got those. Uh, what else was there? Um, I picked up the... Um, I do. I kind of have a small little focus collection of uh, prototype Boba Fett stuff. And there was a print that went up for sale back in December, I think, from uh, Mondo. Uh, there's a, I can't, I think the artist is Mike Mitchell. He does like those profile shots of various characters. I think, you know, he's done like a Stormtrooper and X-Wing Luke. And he did a prototype, va- uh, prototype uh, Fett. And I received that this past week. So that, that'll go in my collection. Um, other than that, that's it for real Star Wars stuff. I did get some other other Marvel Legends figures since there wasn't any real Star Wars releases prior to prior to this week. A lot of Black Widow exclusives, like from Target, the deluxe one, like you mentioned before, with all the with the display and the explosions, and it's a pretty decent figure. I I wanted to check out that display as well and see how that all worked, and it's your it's your typical articulated action figure display or it's base base stand so it's it works out and i do like all the accessories that come with it i'll probably cannibalize them for star wars stuff if i find the need um but that's pretty much it it's it was a lot but not not a lot was purchased in in store did you um by any chance open any of the new retro collection figures i have not okay i do have another set coming from walmart I don't. I haven't looked to see if it's charged yet. I know some people said that charges have started going through for those, so they're supposed to be released, you know, in the next week or so mm-hmm. online. I'm just curious if they, um, if those, if the new wave holds their weapons better than the first wave. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well. Okay. It's cool. You distinct, found them though. There are some distinct differences, though. I mean, like just like yeah. with the first wave, there are. Yeah there are sculptural and size differences from mm. the original. So it's pretty, pretty apparent that they're not the same thing. One thing I was actually glad to see was that, um, at toy, was it toy fair where they showed the prototypes? I think. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. yeah they looked like the prototypes. They had painted the white of the eyes of some of the figures, Yeah. which don't match the original versions. And it looks like the production versions don't have the white of the eyes painted. No. Which I was actually glad to see, because I think the if they would have painted the eyes with that white, it well it may look better. It just doesn't look like vintage. <laughs> so, and Jake, what about you? Oh man, it's uh, <laughs> the the sea is dried up over here. I have not received um well action figures quite a bit. Uh, in action figures, not really anything recently um i have been 2020 is my year of inventory and that's why i've been working on and gi joe has been the uh, inventory of the last few weeks so i did receive the six inch uh, snake eyes that was the hasbro pulse exclusive which is awesome um 
for Easter, the Easter Bunny brought me a uh, X-wing, the the Poe Dameron, the Rise of Skywalker X-wing. So I put that together this weekend. Over uh, we went out to uh, Lake Cabin to get a change of scenery. So I was able to uh, ex- uh, go down that rabbit hole of uh, Lego. Um, other than that, I mean, it is just not, there's just not been anything. Uh, I haven't had many orders. Uh, let's see. I got a Voltron leg I've been working on. I'm putting together a Voltron. So, um, other than that, I just, I, I want Star Wars to buy, but, uh, I'm not lucky enough to have my 40th anniversary figures ship yet from Hasbro Pulse. And I don't have my retro yet from Walmart. So my Hasbro um, Pulse 40th figures just shipped, like just shipped. Well, I think on I, I got an alert. They're going to arrive on I think Thursday. Okay. So maybe I, I, I got charged, but I haven't got shipped yet. So yeah. I just recently got charged a couple of days ago. So I know a few of them mm-hmm. are coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I only went with Luke's too on them. I, I I didn't do the whole lot like I did for the New Hope, but just doing the Luke still, and I still haven't bit the I haven't bit the bullet on the snow speeder yet, but I should at some point. Yeah. So, do you like the uh, the new Snake Eyes figure? Oh yes. I mean, it's not <laughs> it's not true to vintage, you know, because he's yeah. got more of the you know the the fatigue pants as opposed to like a ninja outfit. But I, I like what they're doing, and um, I'm more excited though about the retro Joe three and three quarter that's coming out. Now right. am I not? Now am I happy that it's Walmart? No, not at all. But Walmart is right now ki- killing it with retro because we just got Empire Strikes Back. We have Ghostbusters coming out, and now we're going to get G.I. Joe. So Walmart it, has tapped into Hasbro's retro consciousness. If the Walmart retro figures are O-rings, I'm in. If they're not O-rings, count I have out. I have unofficial official confirmation they are O-rings. I hope your unofficial official confirmation is correct. Because then I, well, actually, no, I hope you're, it's not correct because I don't want to start collecting something else. Well, they're going <laughs> to, the but Hawk I will. Striker and this Hiss are both coming. You're going to, you're not going to pass. I those. have about 10 Hiss tanks and about five <laughs> Ostrikers. Yeah, well, this is number they, six. They really get a lot out of those molds. Yes, they do. Uh, oh, my so here's God. The thing. Hasbro was smarter than Kenner, whereas they held on to all their vintage molds, and Kenner yeah. sunk them to the bottom of the Japanese sea. Yeah. All right. Um, next, uh, San Diego. Just this week, San Diego Comic-Con, or last week, by the time you're listening to this, San Diego Comic-Con is officially canceled, I think. We've known they were going to cancel for a while, right? But it's now official. Well, they were rumors. Yeah. Rumors. Yeah. Rumors. Okay. For some reason, I thought there was some some kind of official announcement like three weeks ago, but but it's official now. Um, I don't think it's a big surprise that it's canceled. No. Uh, the thing is, the celebration Anaheim 2020 going to be canceled too. That's going to be August 20, scheduled to be August 27th through 30th. Uh, Matt, is it going to be canceled? <laughs> yes. Yes. Are you sure? Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely sure. Pretty sure. Yeah. And I mean, uh, it might even be just the fact that the state won't allow it to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if things that go as it is. But I, there's so many, you know, so many reasons, you yeah. know, behind the scenes, and you know, people willing to go, and 
It uh, just doesn't, you know, I hope it's, you know, canceled slash postponed. You know, right. it, you know, they may, it would be nice if they'd bump it out to, you know, a year from you know, like next April. That would be great. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but I don't, I just don't see how they're going to be able to do it. Yeah. From, yeah, it seems, it does seem very unlikely. Um, was everybody, I wasn't actually going to go to this one. Was everyone going? Does anyone else not go? Does anyone else not have tickets besides me? Yeah, I didn't get tickets. You didn't get tickets either. No. But everyone else has tickets? Yep. I have a ticket. I was, I was not, if it is, if it is held as scheduled, I would only be there on Saturday and Sunday. Mm. I did not have tickets yet. No. So were you planning on going or you were um, I on was, the fence? I was kind of on the fence. I have a way to go without necessarily needing to purchase, you know, general admission tickets. Mm-hmm. I think um, um, I, there's a retailer that is able to get me an exhibitor pass. Oh. That's kind of what I did last time for. That's the way um, to go then. If yeah. You can. That's, so I was kind of seeing if that would work out this year again. So I wasn't going to rush. You know, I I've done the press passes before, but it's I I don't really care enough to get one. So yeah. I mean, I'll I, I I cover things in my own way. I don't I don't really feel the need to apply for a press pass and then feel obligated to do these things to earn the press pass. Mm-hmm. Jason, what was the last celebration you went to? Um, let's see, that would have been Chicago. You were in Chicago? Yep. How did I not know this? And how did I not see you? That is I crazy. Don't, I don't know. That is that is fascinating. And Emerald City Comic Con is not been is was postponed to what, July? Or August? No. August? It was postponed to the week before celebration. Yeah. And I to, I'm, Yeah. I'm well, guessing that will also be postponed, canceled. Well, if you know, if we're following the daily updates from your governor and or the president, you're getting so much information on lockdowns and openings and lockdowns. Yeah. But yeah. as it stands right now, the western states, Washington, Oregon, and California have signed kind of a pact that they would all kind of follow the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and as it stands right now, we know that California is not going to see any sports of any type this year at all. This year, unfortunately, I think I think we're done with con season. Honestly, yeah. I think that's the the yeah. boat has sailed. Done, but it, it never really started. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> some people are already referring to this as 2020 as the lost year, and I think right. that might be a good uh, that might be a good uh, explanation or. Oh. A lot of people already have money tied up in airline fees and stuff, but I like I was gonna go to the South by Southwest festival last month and I couldn't because of you know it was canceled and Delta Airlines they did they didn't give me a refund but they gave me a credit that's good for about a year and a half so there you go so, so at least I got that here's did the thing Comic-Con that's on refund tickets yes I look they did oh. Oh wait, Comic Con? No, it was uh, it was Ace that was having the whole problem with the refunds. Well, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, um, Comic-Con. did Comic Con refund? That's a good question. I don't know that one. Ryan, you didn't? Do you know? You used to go to Comic Con all the time. Do you know anyone who got tickets refunded? I thought I read that they actually were refunding tickets, but uh, 
I haven't. I, I don't know specifically. I know Emerald City finally refunded my ticket that I bought. So uh, yeah, they did. It took them a while. A lot of these things because I've had to cancel a couple vacations. Um, it seems like they uh, every one of them when you cancel it says it could take up to thirty days for your money to get back. So some things are taking time. But yeah, I thought I read that San Diego said they were re- working on refunding tickets. Well, that's so hard to get. I think people would rather just uh, yeah, get sure. the next one. I'm well, sure most people would, yes. And well, it I might think, be the same uh, celebration, given how quickly those sold out. Yes, and that's what I was going to say. That's my big problem. With celebration being postponed to maybe another year, I'm going to be really irritated if they don't roll, give us the option to roll our tickets forward. Because as we've seen over the last X amount of celebration since 2015, since the sequel era or Disney era, they sell out faster and faster and faster. And this last celebration sold out less than an hour. So I don't want to have to compete with that again for next celebration once I already had my ticket for this celebration. So I'm hoping the option to roll it forward, but I really doubt they'll do that. Yeah, they can't jack the prices up if they just give you a credit for the next one. (laughs) Well, they give you a credit for what you paid, and if they increase the prices, you have to pay the difference. Well, then it gets complicated. <laughs> well, I, I'm a season ski pass holder. I'm having to deal with re-upping for next season, and that's kind of the deal that they're offering. They're giving us a, a guarantee that if for some reason they have to close the se- uh, season down or not be able to open up next year, that we can defer our tickets until the 21-22 season instead. But we would still have to pay any difference in price should the ticket prices go up for that next season. So that's what I'm seeing from the skiing world. And I would assume something similar would possibly hold true for celebrations and cons. Mm. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I I only grow because I don't see Reed having the ability to process something like that. I'd rather they just give everybody their money back. Matt, how dare you? Their their checkout <laughs> in their on-site stores at celebrations are so efficient that why would you say that? <laughs> uh, okay, you're right. You're, well, you're and right. Because celebration is more of a product, they may be required by law to issue refunds. Right. So it's a different if, you know, if Especially if, if the makeup date were in Florida and then you've got different states and different taxes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Actually, if, if we want a comparison here, I mean, uh, Reed did Emerald City here and they gave the option to have your ticket uh, move over to the, the new date, which will probably be canceled or to have it refunded. Um, so they did do that. And there are companies actually I, I have a Japan trip scheduled for a school tour that was supposed to be the summer and we've pushed it back to the next year and uh, they're not going to charge us anything extra. It's going to be complete. Uh, everything's paid for as it is and if and they said even if it was higher they would give us up to three hundred dollars more on it so there, there's hope out there for some of those things yeah if they can <laughs> it's going to be in anaheim and it's going to be on you know april whatever then i could see them carrying forward tickets if they just said oh it's canceled we'll get back to you then it's a little different who knows yeah that's the way emerald city worked is they waited until they had a new date scheduled till they okay. made it so you could transfer them over and when are we gonna where are we gonna see all the new toys without celebration or uh 
San Diego. Hasbro Friday fan days? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. Uh, yeah, that's a thing now, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of reveals, let's talk about some reveals that we received a couple weeks ago. These were um, mostly, these were, this was like a Hasbro, was it a fan site? What was the fish? Jake, you were part of this. What was this thing called? Officially, it was Fan Appreciation Day. Okay. Okay. And various websites were allowed to reveal new product coming towards the end of this year. Correct. Well, Correct? Some, yes. Coming from all points of, you know, throughout the rest of the year, but it was also um, some went up for pre-order immediately, right? Okay. Yes, correct. Okay, so let's talk about what we what we saw. Uh, the vintage collection. We saw Cologne Commander Wolf and K2SO. Ryan, I'm going back to you. What were your thoughts on these two? Uh, wolf is uh, he's okay. I mean, it's we we haven't had this one before, right? I know there's a different wolf that we had. Uh, correct. Yeah. This is a this is all new sculpt. Right. Um, uh, you know, I, I don't get too excited over the Clone Wars realistic, but at the same time, so not, they're not doing the Clone Wars animated anymore. So I guess this is how we get them. Um, the K2SO, I was actually very excited for. This is a figure I've wanted since 2016. Um, as much as I like to get a figure we can get, I really felt that K2SO, the original one was sorely let down by the limited articulation, considering, um, you know, how big his limbs are and how much you see him move about. I just him straight arm and straight leg that looks like he's just sitting on the factory floor or something. And so to finally get a fully articulated one, I'm really happy about that. Um, I surprised it took this long. I figured it would have come out a long time ago considering K2SO had a lot of popularity after uh, rogue one, but uh, I'm very glad that we're getting that. Uh, Matt, your thoughts. Um, I like them both. I like clones. You know, I never, you know, even back in 2006 and seven, I liked getting more clones. Um, Wolf looks good. I don't like that the card back is clearly art, but at least it's not a bad, you know, airbrushing thing like that Han in the trash compactor card back. Um, so I'm I'm excited about that. The figure itself looks pretty good. Um, whether it's a mock-up or a actual figure, I don't know. Um, K2SO. I'm with Ryan on that. That's a figure I've wanted since the movie came out. I was disappointed it wasn't in the vintage, you know, waves that we did get or wave that we got from that movie. Um, The three and three quarter that we did get with the uh, talkie talk, whatever they called it. Um, (laughs) Comtech three. Uh, Force link. Force Force link. link. Uh, Yeah, that figure was lackluster. Um, so I'm hoping this one looks good. The one on the mock-up doesn't look good. I don't know what it is about how it's posed or if it's real or if it's just a Photoshop job, but the figure looks weird in the bubble on the card that we saw, but I like the card. Uh, I'm excited to have that one up on the wall and I'm sure the figure will be fine. So two winners in my book. All right. Chris, are you going to add these two to your collection? Uh, K2SO, I already have two on order. Um, 
the wolf looks fine, but it's not in my collecting focus. So um, glad to see him coming out for f- folks that love the Clone Wars and whatnot. Uh, looks like it looks like a good figure. Um, glad that they're not just repacking the one from the Black Series. Uh, I know that one was very short and not very well received. Um, so that's good. I'm I'm really excited about the K2SO. I've got a couple placeholder K2s from the Force Link line, which I wasn't excited about buying, but you know, it was the only way to get K2, and I'm very happy to see a much higher quality version coming down the pipe for us. It, he does look really weird stuffed on that card bubble. I, I someone just I don't know what that is, but it's like someone who doesn't know how to pose a figure stuffed it in there, I think. Um, but the card back looks okay. Um, I, fig- I I thought that they were going to go with the the alleyway with the sparks in the background. It's like such a classic shot of K2. But, yeah, they, they chose a fine shot. So, Jason. Um, yeah, I thought they... They look great. The uh, the wolf, um, I too was kind of surprised that it wasn't a repack of the short one that came out in the Black Series line. It is kind of a kit bash repaint of two existing figures. Um, oh, what they had two clones that came out during that short package line of Black Series. Uh, uh, Thor, Thorn, Doom, Thorn, Thorn and Doom. Doom. Yeah, it shares a lot of parts from from yeah. those two figures. Um, oh, but they were both good figures. Yeah, those two figures ex- seemed a little short, though, right? Weren't they a little short for clones? No, they wolf. Were, maybe a little, but wolf not was the as, big one. I mean, the the wolf was like a head shorter <laughs> mm-hmm. than than the regular uh, figures were. Um, K2SO looks great. It was nice to see that card back revealed recently. Um, like you said, I, I'm not sure why they released them with as these mock-ups with the figures not in a tray, just dangling in their bubbles kind of old school style because that's obviously not how they're going to come but it's it's cool to see the art and i I too was i thought they were going to choose a different photo for that k2so as well um you know there's the one where they're outside and and he's kind of looking to the right where you just see like the blue skies behind him um that's the card back I was thinking or reference photo I thought they were going to go with, but I do like the, the selection they made on that. Yeah. At um, least they didn't do some crazy br- airbrush thing for him. Thank right. you. Exactly. Yep. It's, it looks like, yeah, a scene from the film. So that's, that's all you can really hope for. Um, well, hey Hasbro, we get it. Kenner had some bad card backs in the, in the day. It doesn't mean you need to continue that tradition on, okay? Yep. Just let it go. Let it go. <laughs> uh, Jake, you excited about these two? Oh, of course. These are all, uh, you know, what I would consider new figures. So, of course I am. I'm, uh, I get a little less enthusiastic about, you know, photoreal reissues. But these are, you know... Much more, like Jason said, this is a I, I consider it a new sculpt because it's a kit bash, you know, so it's actually a new version and it's not that tiny, tiny version that we got from the Black Series line. So I'm excited about that. And uh, Rogue One is <laughs> sadly misrepresented in the three and three quarter line, uh, still not having some key characters um, years and years later. So. Uh, I'll take a, you know, uh, essay 
K2 any day. So I'm very excited about this. And I do have to um, edit my previous comment. I said it was Fan Appreciation Day, but it was Fan Celebration Day was the official name of this. Not to be confused with new Fan Fridays that they have going on now. So so Hasbro is going to be premiering stuff on their Hasbro Pulse website. And, you know, they, they tend to go Instagram... Um, preferably over Facebook and Twitter, and they're uh, having their new Fan First Fridays where they're going to be revealing stuff, and that's where we got our K2SO and card. And I'll give Hasbro credit because the K2SO will be released and long gone from stores when when the Cassian show comes on the air. So, you know. Is that show still coming? Yeah, it's coming. They cast people. They just started announcing castings. Yeah, it's been a okay. <laughs> I mean, they announced the show like five years ago, and it's not. Well, you know, Disney's impatient. I want more Star Wars no, shows. Here's the thing, though: Disney is going to do anything they can to support and put content on Disney Plus because that's the only income they're having right now. The yeah. Disney parks are bleeding thirty million dollars a day by having their parks closed. Oh, that's and so you and know, ESPN's got no revenue coming in, right? I mean, yeah. ESPN and of course the uh, multiple parks that they have, and so you know, and now we don't even get things like the conventions that they were going to support, like um, you know, most likely celebration is going to be closed, and D twenty three wasn't that this year? Jason was D twenty three this year? Next year? Oh, is it next year? Okay. But um, but my point is that they need to do everything they can to do content for Disney Plus because that's that's why they've been pushing stuff on ABC. They've been having their karaoke sing-alongs. They've been having their concerts. They're they have to you know they're they're having to be creative in this time where. I- Entertainment I need a new, is I need a new Star Wars show every week. So well, once Clone Wars, once Clone Wars is gone, I need a well, you're new getting show it. every you're week. Getting it though, they the making just of the Mandalorian show. The this it's called uh, Disney Gallery and it's a docu series and it's going to cover what six eight episodes starting on May the fourth, which is the day that the Clone Wars crescendos. Um, you're going to get that making of series, which um, I'm excited about because, you know, the Mandalorian is um, one of the best things that have so come out of Disney. Is this going to be eight shows based on the making of the Mandalorian? I believe so. Okay. Well, that'll be that'll keep me going for a that'll while. That'll keep you going. And then I guarantee you that now, now you'll be into like midsummer, right? And at summertime, they'll do the Jedi Challenge, right? The Ahmed Best hosted game show, Star Wars That's- show. That's not gonna hold me over. That game show. <laughs> it, it's gonna be con- it's gonna be Star Wars content, and then that's Ugh. gonna get you to you know Resistance close was Star Wars content. What's that? Resistance was Star Wars content. I still haven't started Resistance. Uh, not not a minute. I still haven't watched <laughs> any Resistance. When Ryan told me that it gets good about episode nineteen, I thought, <laughs> oh god, I can't watch this. <laughs> There's no way I can start a show knowing it doesn't get good till the nineteenth episode. Oh, the first episode was hard enough to get through, let alone going through 19 of them. It it was it was a sad it was a sad reality that that show, which could have built up and been part of the 
the the end of the saga with the rise of skywalker they didn't take it that far they mm-hmm. should have had that show show up at you know the um the, the sith planet of uh, exegol and they I, should have had a cameo by that ship the the, the ships from that series well, in the movie and that would have just made yeah. everything worthwhile yeah, I like the I like the figures a lot, and it's kind of weird having those figures when I don't know anything about them. That but I is, do like the figures; they're very they're interesting. The, those are the droids and Ewoks figures of our generation, of yeah. the new generation, right? Are they going to be worth five hundred dollars a piece in twenty years? Probably, um, because who bought them? Who cared? Right, right, right. You got to remember, it took droids and Ewoks figures a long time to be worth something. I remember. Yeah. Yep. Everybody was going after everything else, and the, I, I remember passing up those dang three POs. I saw them. I was like, I don't want that. Uh, yeah. And I kick myself for that now. Well, but yeah, just, the, 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 you know, in thirty years maybe the resistance figures they might go right. for something. Well, just today Daniel Logan is selling off his Star Wars collection, and I would assume it's because con seasons have been zeroed out, and he is a pretty con regular now, kind of like. Uh, Jeremy Bullock before him. And today the Star Wars shop, um, which is just down in Oregon, a couple shops down in Oregon, they're friends with Daniel Logan and they're selling off his collection from his home. And he has a serious carded collection, modern carded collection. Yeah, he does. Whoa. Um, yeah. He, 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 at one point during their live auction, this is like the second day when we're recording this, they did a second day of it. And like four hours into the auction, he takes the camera off and tours kind of around his home and all the figures laid out like in every room, dining room, kitchen, front room. I mean, he has so many. He's kind of like us on modern collecting, but yeah. he's obviously selling them off. Um, Hopefully the, he's keeping some, though. I, I don't know. I mean, he has multiples and he is selling yeah. multiples of a lot of them. But the point I'm saying is that um, he the, the comic book two packs of things like the the. Um, what was the Jedi Knight let's, uh, crate? Let's, Dark crate. Let's not talk about those on this show ever. <laughs> the, the ones that Jason skipped that are now worth. <laughs> let's never dollars. mention those. I they don't. They, I, I pretend I don't. I pretend they're they never happened. Yeah. Well, those are things. Again, though, those are things like a casual. Not I won't say completists like us, but casual fans. And I'm not saying you're a casual fan, but you didn't go all in on those. Expanded universe. Comic at the book time, set. at the time, I thought I don't really want to collect figures from the comic books. And then yeah. when I decided, no, actually I do. It was way too late. Too late. Too late. And now they're like, I mean that that uh, Tales of the Jedi pack is like six to eight hundred dollars. Yeah. If you want to get the figures loose, they go for about I think three hundred each loose. Ah. That, that oh. vintage territory for some figures, you know, and yeah. it's just insane to think That's that. Why, but yeah, we'll see. Well, it's insane to think that they went on clearance, but whatever. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's everyone's <laughs> everyone's n- memories are always tainted by nostalgia, and people talk about you know the vintage collection or the the vintage collection being so great. I'm like, you know, how many figures I bought at clearance of the vintage collection. Like I bought a lot of star Wars at Mm -hmm. discounted target prices because they didn't sell and target just clearance them out. So 
those same figures now are, you know, quadruple their prices. Well, the problem with the original Vintage Collection was only about half of that 120 figures ever really made it to retail. Yes. You know, so many of them were functionally online exclusives. Yes. Especially that Ahsoka wave. That Ahsoka wave with... Oh, it absolutely was only. Yeah. Yeah. That one never was a retail. Mm -mm. Yeah, that I think that actually... Yeah, I think you're right. But, you know, every, every, everything past, um, what was it, the, the Phantom Menace wave was very, very hard to find at retail. Yes, well, yeah. and everything between that second wave that had Revenge of the Sith figures and the Phantom Menace wave was hard to get. Mm. You know, basically figures 20 through 50-something. Oh, uh, like the General Lando wave, our area was flooded with that. That's because Fred Meyer... Yeah. stacked up on those okay. waves. See, I only saw, I saw those at like Walmart once, and then five. you don't have Fred Meyer. That's they, that's yeah, why you don't have Fred Meyer. They were all anything. Over You're right. Those we they had that Weakway figure was yeah. pretty plentiful here, but Luke. That, that um, yeah, the, you could that Weakway goes them. for a lot now. Yeah, the Stormtrooper. Mm. All right, let's move on. Black Series figures. For, and I'm thinking these are the basic assortments. We got the Mandalorian Beskar armor. Whoop. These are six-inch Black Series figures. Tebow, the Ewok. Admiral Akbar from Return of the Jedi. And Darth Vader from The Empire Strikes Back. We'll talk about the other two after this. But um, um Matt, I'll go to you. Exciting? Uh, I don't know if it's exciting. Um, It's interesting. Uh, Tebow is an interesting Ewok to start with, I think. Um, You know, I I don't know. Did any of you expect him to be the the first one we'd get? No. Nope. Nope. No. Yeah, I mean, that's strange. Um, I mean... I'm, you know, I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, and I guess, you know, I'm, I'm always worried when you get one Ewok or, you know, one of the small figures. Like, I want, like, Ugnaught two-packs and Jawa two-packs. But the Black Series Jawa was sort of the precedent precedent there. So, whatever, Tebow. I've never cared for Akbar, um, but, you know, he's a necessary figure. Uh, Mandalorian and Beskar armor... Okay, easy, you know, easy for them to make that one. And I'm, you know, I really like the original Mandalorian figure that we got. Uh, so, you know, this one will look pretty cool, I'm sure, uh, when we get it in hand. So, yeah, I'm cool with that. And Vader is Vader is Vader. So, you know, the I'll, you know, I guess it's the same one that we're getting on the card, right? The yes. 40th. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. I'm fine with it. It's a it's an interesting assortment um, of you know figures. I guess we knew we would get one day. Um, so yeah, bring them on. And I'm I am very excited about the Mandalorian because he looks cool in that armor. Ryan, your thoughts on these? Uh, for the most part, I think they're cool. I'm surprised it took this long to put out a um, Baskar Mando. Um, because it seems like, I, I don't know, I didn't look at it that closely, but it seems like it would be a simple repaint to the original for the most part. 
Uh, I'm excited about Darth Vader, even though I know it's another Darth Vader, but we've only had one really good Darth Vader in the Black Series, and that's the New Hope one, which there are definitely differences between that and this one. So I'm glad they're getting that out. Uh, Tebow, you know, he's not the one I'd expect, but it looks fantastic from what we saw. And I'm hoping this means more Ewoks in the future. And I'm, I'm sure the body for that will be reused for a few Ewoks uh, uh, down the road. Um, now, the Admiral Akbar, I'm surprised it took this long to get to him, but it looks not great. The, now, I know we're seeing a prototype here, but I expected it to look a little bit better than that. I, I mean, we've got the, the Force Awakens Last Jedi Admiral Akbar, and I think that one still looks better than what we've seen of this, but... Who knows, we may see more images, uh, more to come on that, and it may look better in the future. Uh, Chris? Yeah, uh, let's see. We've got, obviously, the Mando's great choice. Uh, they That's just a figure you got to release. I would like to see that the Vintage Collection is getting that one also here pretty soon. Um I like that they did uh, an Ewok. Uh, Tebow seems like an odd choice, but, you know, he's a bigger Ewok, so he's going to seem a little bit more like a good value. Other, I mean, if you went with two of the smaller Ewoks, you might almost need to do a two-pack, but I don't think Black Series is doing that. Uh, the Vader um, looks nice in the promo shots, but, you know, it's another Vader. That Akbar, it's like his shirt comes up too high and he's barely able to get his neck out. I think that's the problem. I mean, it, actually, if you look at some of the detail photos, the, the is like tunic is sitting above his shoulders. It's like it wasn't pushed down properly. Uh, at least that's what I'm seeing in him. I'm, you know, as a original trilogy collector, I, I love all those choices. I think they're fantastic. I'm not buying them though, so. Jason, are you buying these? Uh, for sure, yep. Um, Mandalorian Beskar armor looks great. Uh, you know, there are some there are some armor changes there that they seem to have captured, and um, it'll be interesting to see how the finish is. You know, because it's <clears throat> you know it's it has the more metallic sheen to it. You know, I think. I think they should be able to pull it off. I, I think from the promo shots, I think they could sell that look that they're trying to advertise there. Um, Tebow, Tebow is uh, like like everyone said, it's kind of a weird choice to start with, but I think uh, I share the opinion that you know I think it's better to start off with some of the with the bigger bodied ver- version of an Ewok where they can maybe repurpose some of those parts and and you know have some shared shared sculpt there for other larger size Ewoks, you know, Chief Chirpa and Low Gray and stuff like that. Um, because for the value, being a smaller character, you know, about the size of a Jawa, starting off with Wicket as a mainline release would be way too small, I think, in those Black Series boxes, unless they included a bunch of extra things that you could do with them. You know, like, even if they went the the vintage collection route where they give them the, the alternate hood, the green hood, I think that would be kind of a cool option if they went that route. But again, I don't think that's something they're going to jump right into maybe with, with that character for the, for the black series. And if they did release wicket, maybe he'd be included with some other figure, like as a deluxe release, um, you know, maybe a, 
indoor layout. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Even though we're supposed to be getting an indoor layout, that doesn't mean they wouldn't release her again as a two-pack and change it up a little bit and include Wicket. Um, what else? Vader, again, like you said, the, the A New Hope one is a really great version of that of that particular version of that outfit or armor. Um, hopefully that this one will hold up to that, that quality. Um, and like I said, we're going to get this one in the third wave of, uh, the vintage or of the, uh, 40th anniversary empire line. Um, we might get it in another way too. That might come later. So, um, I think that was all of them. Jake, are you going to get any of these? <laughs> yeah, well, well, we'll see. Well, no, yes. The answer is yes. I will get some of these. The Mandalorian, I'm all in on anything Mandalorian. Mandalorian, Rebels, those are things we don't have well represented in three and three quarter line. So, yes, those will absolutely uh, join my collection. So I'm complete so far with the Mandalorian and this uh the uh, the upgrade here is definitely one that I'm going to add. Now, as for Tebow, um, I think it looks great. I think I actually want it. Um, I don't go all in on the six inch, but um, yes, anything other than Wicket is going to seem weird. I mean, because what what other Ewok sound makes sense? There there just isn't one. The only the only way any uh, any Ewok outside of Wicket that would make sense would be the Rise of Skywalker Wicket, which would be a bigger Wicket, right, than his child form. Um, that would be the only one that would make sense because, you know, the average fan doesn't know about War Rock and Lumot and Tebow and whatever. So I think any Ewok other than Wicket, either in his Return of the Jedi or Rise of Skywalker form, uh, seems weird, but I think Tebow does look great. Um, so I'm absolutely in on that. I might consider getting a uh, 40th anniversary Empire Strikes Back Vader because I want him to fight my Luke Skywalker, right? So that might be one I pick up as well. But um, Akbar figure looks great, um, but I don't need it. Yeah. Tebow is Tebow's my favorite Ewok from the original Kenner line. Really? So it's I'm glad. One. Yeah. He as a kid, I wasn't too into the Ewoks when I was a kid, but I really liked Tebow because he looked like he was ready for battle. <laughs> Where the other Ewoks that I had didn't seem so much. So I liked Tebow a lot. So I'm glad they're starting with Tebow, even though I agree it's kind of an odd. It just seems Wicked would be the first one, but. Eh. Tebow's cool. See, I always think Chirpa and Logre should be first. But they don't do anything. Tebow no, looks... but they're the first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and super excited about the Darth Vader, even though I have, like, what, probably a couple hundred Vader figures. Um, I This will look cool posed next to the other six-inch bounty hunters. And uh, so I think this will look good. Because I really like that A New Hope one they did a few years ago. So I'm excited. Uh, I agree with you guys on Admiral Akbar. Something does not look right with the head placement on the figure. Maybe it's not constructed properly yet. Okay, so then they also showed a couple uh, carbonized figures, which is seems to be successful. 
seemed that seemed to go over well for Force Friday. They has Stormtrooper carbonized and Boba Fett carbonized. Uh, Matt, I'll go back to you on on these two. Do you like these carbonized figures? Um, in the context of the carbonized, yeah, I think Boba Fett looks really cool uh, with the you know whatever with the metallic highlights or whatever you want to call it, the carbonized elements. Um, so, you know, I'm fine with that. I'm sure he'll be hard to find because he's Boba Fett or, you know, in demand. Although I guess they're still available to order uh, for what it's worth. Uh, the Stormtrooper always looks, you know, it's a monochromatic figure to begin with. So it just looks like a silver Stormtrooper. Um which if you told me, oh, this was in some Marvel comic book back in the day, I'd say, oh, okay, fine. Um, so it's a little less exciting. It, it looks okay. I mean, a couple of those original ones from back on Force Friday uh, didn't even look that different than the regular figure. It was sort of strange, like maybe it was the, the, the second sister or seventh sister, whichever, whatever she is. It's like, the normal one and the carbonized one weren't that distinct in my book, um, but these look good. Um, so if you're into, you know, it's, you know, they're easy repaints for Hasbro to put out there and, you know, they're fine. Ryan, excited about carbonized? I don't know if I'd say excited. Um, I did not get all the previous carbonized ones. Uh, I, I found the uh, Jet Trooper to Walmart. That's the only one I ever saw in a store. And uh, somebody sent me the uh, – one of our listeners of our show actually sent me a uh, the Mandalorian, which I wasn't necessarily looking for, but I was very uh, happy to get that. But I didn't pursue the rest of them, and I never feel like I need to. On these two, I'm not really excited. Um, obviously, the, the FET will probably be hard to get because it seems like anything six-inch FET – is high in demand. Um, somebody said that this reminded them of like uh, a glass Christmas ornament. And <laughs> when, when you mm. see that and you look at it, it's like, Oh yeah, it does. Doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. I can uh, see that. The stormtrooper actually kind of does too, in some ways, but uh, I wouldn't say I'm like overly excited about them. Um, I know there's going to be a couple more carbonized things. I, I've been really wondering if maybe this was a test uh, materials to replace their shiny ideas since they're not going to do um, chroming of like our 3PO's or Phasma's or anything like that. If maybe this might be a test paint idea for a C3PO or a Phasma or 2D2 or something like that. And maybe we'd see something like that in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris? Uh, I'm not particularly excited about the idea. The Fed, honestly, I, I think it looks the worst of the two. Um, on his armor, I think the the carbon the, the shiny metallic look looks nice, but the undersuit, it's really weird to see him with like a shiny spaceman undersuit. I mean, the undersuit's supposed to be like more muted and not be a focus, whereas it's it's bright and it kind of draws my attention to it. Um, so I'm not really impressed with the Boba Fett at all. Uh, the stormtrooper though, he reminds me. My first celebration, there was a couple guys going around in chrome-plated Stormtrooper outfits. And it totally reminds me of those guys walking around at Celebration, which I thought was so cool. Anyway, um, 
Yeah, it's a cool looking figure with the silver. It would be even better if it was back metalized like a 3PO. That would be just absolutely fantastic. But, uh, you know, just for that memory, I, I'm kind of grooving on this uh, Stormtrooper. Jason, what's your thought on the carbonized figures? Um, I like them. I mean, for what they are, I mean, it's kind of a fun little subset of different yet not necessary figures that you could either pass on altogether or, you know, at least they're not giving you something that isn't in the regular line as a non-carbonized figure. Um, so, and I like that they went the route of being able to pre-order these online through, you know, different online retailers versus trying to go to stores and hunt them down in person. I think that was, I think this was a much better route to take than how they did the first, first releases. Um, so I, I like Boba Fett looks pretty decent in with that paint treatment. I think I do like the Stormtrooper more for the same reason um, that was mentioned before. Like it looks like it could be out of a comic and I'm all for that look. It, you know, get a couple of them and it, it would look right. It doesn't look non Star Wars to me. You know, it doesn't look out of place having a chrome Stormtrooper. You know, if they're going to have black ones and they're going to have red ones and they're going to have, you know, transparent black and blue ones, then a chrome one looks just as good. Okay. Uh, Jake, what do you think about these? Well, um,. I bought the Boba Fett. I pre-ordered the Boba Fett because that was the one my site uh, was given to help uh, debut. And so I kind of felt a connection to that one. And so um, uh, in full honesty, um, Carbonized, they'd look great. Um, and I would get them all if they were three and three quarter. But at the six inch line, um, because I pick and choose, they, they're, they're sharp looking, but I don't need them. Um, and so, and so, yeah, so it's unusual that I picked up the, the Boba Fett, but again, it's because my site had them. Um, I have nothing against them. I think, you know, I'm coming to grips with the fact that six inch is the, you know, main line and it will probably be the only line going forward eventually at some point. So, um, it's great for people who like, uh, you know, are all in on six inch. Um, if these were three and three quarter, I'd be a hundred times more excited and interested in them. So um, that's kind of where I fall. Okay, I didn't get the uh, the force the triple force Friday carbonized figures. They just didn't appeal to me enough to want to jump through all the hoops to find them all. So I passed on all of them. So since I'm don't have any of the other ones. I don't really feel compelled to get these. If they do something like a C-3PO or Phasma, like Ryan, Ryan was saying, that may change my mind and make me want to get them. But for, for what it is now, I'm just, I just don't feel that interested in these. And since I don't have any of the other ones, I'm going to just keep on passing altogether on these. I would say the 12-inch Phasma that came out years ago is the uh, best non vac metalized metal attempt they've ever done. And uh, if they can well, do I dropped that, that line a long time ago too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well in, in the last uh, eight months, you've only had like three figures to pick up. So mm. it's not been hard to be complete. And <laughs> I don't see where that, I don't see where Hasbro is going to go forward in the future with that line either, because 
while they support it in their Marvel and their Power Rangers line, I mean, they put out a whopping two figures from the Rise of Skywalker, and then they put out a third new figure, which was just a holographic repaint of a Yoda from Empire Strikes Back. So I don't, I, I don't know if they'll continue with that line either. Yeah. Jason, um, isn't there another uh, carbonized figure rumored to be coming? Yeah, the Vader is going to get the carbonized treatment. That hasn't been officially revealed yet, but uh, I have on good authority that it is, in fact, coming. I don't know if there's going to be a fourth one, you know, to kind of coincide with the four that was released for Force Friday. But uh, there's definitely a, a Vader coming. So who would we that think? That could change my mind. I may, <laughs> I may be in for a Vader one, depending on how it looks. I'll Who go, would be that I'll, fourth figure? I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think who they could do. Um, Snowtrooper? I mean, I'm thinking I mean, Empire Strikes Back, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's hard to say. Like, I don't think like the the white figure that they did for um, the, the, the jet the, trooper. The jet trooper. I I don't like the carbonized version of that figure. It just doesn't. It just looks weird. That looks pearl, like pearl. color. That was the weakest one I thought of the of the four. Um. Yeah, I'm not sure what the fourth one would be. Akbar. Pan and carbonite. <laughs> Ooh, that would be cool. So that would that would be cool for you know for the fortieth of Return of the Jedi. And it would be cool for all of us um, folks who didn't get the uh, Boba Fett uh, five years ago that right. came with the Carbonite piece. It, it'd be nice just to have that Carbonite piece. Yep. That's too good of an idea. They probably won't do it. Yeah. <laughs> The, I, I will say, though, that the carbonized Vader does look pretty good. That that sounds cool. Yeah, like the box is black, and it's it's like black and chrome looking. It's It looks better than the um, the second sister box did. You know, it had that kind of just right. black chrome look, but I think this one is far more shiny. And what's kind of interesting, too, about these, different than how they released them for force friday these aren't numbered like those were you know like they shared the same number as their regular counterpart these aren't these aren't numbered at all on the side of the box something a little different i guess anything else we need to talk about anything else well let's talk about where we think uh do we think hasbro is going to pace do we think the new friday fan first reveals are going to be what they do in lieu of having conventions going forward, or so do you trickle think, it out? I'll, I'll trickle out a little bit at a time every right? Friday. Or, or do you think they're going to use like May the fourth, or May the you know twenty fifth, or are they going to pick dates that maybe cons would have happened to? I mean, because what about the exclusives that were supposedly you know in route? I mean, because, I mean, Jason has a list full of figures that, you know, are pretty much unofficially confirmed that right. we were probably going to see throughout the rest of the year 
Well, New York Comic Con and San Diego and Celebration, those are three major venues they have for advertising new product that they don't probably have anymore. So how are we going to get those reveals, that information, those exclusives? Yeah, my, my bet would will be they'll do something similar with they did with the um, the wave we just talked. Well, not wave, but the figures we just talked about. They'll they'll parse things out to different sites in order to reveal reveal slash confirm what's what's coming and um they'll they'll go over that route it's it's something that i kind of am glad they're getting back to as far as partnering with i mean they don't do it with me but um it's more of that fan and fan site engagement that i think has been lacking over most recent years i think they kind of hasbro did a good job in the past, you know, like with Q and A's and they did like the, the Skype slash Google hangout deal for a while there with different sites. So, um, yeah, I think, I think this is kind of a cool route to go about it. As far as exclusives, I think it, it'll be like this. Um, maybe it'll be like a once a month thing where they'll do, uh, a reveal slash you see it and you're able to pre-order it that day. And, and go that route, just kind of like how they do at conventions, where they'll have some reveals, but some things they, they have a bit available for pre-order right away. So I think overall, I think this is the route they'll they'll take, at least for this year. Who knows what if it's successful, and maybe they'll continue past this whole thing. Yeah. And the team is switching up too, right, at Hasbro? Um, the design team? Well, yeah, we had we, we saw, of course, the the big news is Mark uh, Boudreau mm-hmm. was finally um, retiring after being with the company since the what beginning. What an amazing run! Right since uh, the beginning of Star Wars, right? Yeah. Having having signed on at Kenner in the '70s and worked all the way through Hasbro into 2020. It's amazing. Um, I mean, just oh, yeah. think. I mean, all of the amazing toys he worked on just incredible you know my big pitch is to have him you know have hasbro dedicate a whole you know sub line to him you know do the boudreaux collection and have them (laughs) have them release you know concepts or you know or re-release figures that he thought was the best or he helped have input on and have little bios on the back of them and talking about why he chose this collect this figure to be in the in the collection i mean i mean who else there's no one else that spanned that those multiple generations of collectors and fans um pay tribute to the man you know give us some of those concept vehicles that you know are sitting on all his you know anytime you watch a, a high profile website do a do a some type of article on him he's got all these like you know, cutting floor, uh, cutting room floor vehicles and creations behind him. I'm like, give us some of those. You know, that'd be a great way to honor the man who's given us so much. I mean, my number one all-time played with toy is the vintage Million Falcon, and that was one of his early creations, right? So give the man his dues. Um, but beyond that, um, we also have Sam Smith leaving the Star Wars brand 
which mm-hmm. is sad because he was one of my favorites to always talk to at conventions because that man knew modern Star Wars and vintage Star Wars action figures like no other. I mean, he knew all the problems and missteps Hasbro had made on certain figures and was out to correct them in the vintage collection. Um, that was just he's just a wealth of information, which is sad to see move away from the line onto other things. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, Jason, you had um, rumored a playset. Are we allowed to talk about that? Is that something? Um, we could talk about. I mean, I, I haven't seen anything um, mm-hmm. beyond what. Let's see. I I know of its existence. I know that there's one coming. I've seen information on it in a couple different website databases um, are we allowed to say what it is yeah if not, yeah we can it's room because if not I, I just will cut all this no out. Okay. it's it's rumored to be and it's okay kind of- so there's rumored a a um best bin uh carbon freeze chamber playset coming at some point yep yep and possibly we would have seen that at san diego comic-con maybe if it, if, it, if it was still happening that was that was my impression yes yeah so i think and it's did still we- still coming it's it's been um added to some sites uh it's not available for order and there's no pictures or anything like mm-hmm. that yet um you can't really the public can't really see some of this information so is it is it, is it an exclusive to one retailer or is it no, just a general release it'll be a fan channel type of release okay. so what do we think this is going to have figures jason like uh, some of our previous uh, play sets, like the Jabba's Palace one. Yeah, I, yeah. you know, at one point it was going to come with two. It might just come with one now. It depends on what you consider an action figure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, as far as I, I don't know any more than that, I don't know definitively if it's coming with figures, if the figures that it comes with, figure or figures, if they're going to be carded like the Jabba's Palace one, or figures did. What a great way it would be to get a carded uh, vintage collection Lobot. <laughs> yes, or Ognat, or <laughs> right. so many, so many. Yeah, it could yep, come with two different colored Bespin guards. I mean, there's lots of yep. potential here. Yep. But that that's one of two playsets, though, because Retro Collection is set for another playset board game, right? Is it playset or board game? It's a board game. It's that... Uh... Battle of Hoth. Yeah, and that's up for pre-order already. Yeah. Yeah. And that includes the the Snowspeed or Luke, which is a pretty decent uh, figure they've never done before for the Vintage Lions. Yeah. You know, like how they handled the Tarkin. Um, I, I want multiple of that figure, and I, it's kind of a bummer I'd have to get multiple games, though. That's, that's yeah. where I am with that one. Here's Originally, the problem. The, the problem with all these pre-sales for like months and months and months on end is I can't remember if I pre-saw, pre-bought that or not. Right. Right. Yep. When was that debuted? <laughs> I mean, I can't even like, right. I mean, it toy was fair, debuted I think. At, yeah, toy fair. Toy fair. was it toy fair? So I might have it through Walmart or Hasbro or big bad or I've got one on entertainment. Right? Amazon. <laughs> it's just, There's this function email has, it's called search. <laughs> Yeah. Um, originally, I heard that that was it was going to include Wedge as the 
as the figure, the snow speeder oh, that wedge. That would have been better. Yeah. But, you know, oh. with as much as they've been pumping out Luke the past six to mm-hmm. well year, I guess, um, they went the Luke route. Anything else? Home video. I forgot. I bought a lot of home video. Oh, because you collect every single version. Yeah. So oh I blocked gosh. that out. I blocked that out. But, uh, <laughs> oh. yeah. So, uh, whatever. Edit that into the start of the show. I finally watched the, uh, the, the Skywalker Legacy, or what was that? Is that what it was called? Yeah. Yeah, the documentary. Yeah. It was so so. <laughs> wasn't mind blowing or anything. Better than nothing, it wasn't mind-blowing, was the... but it, re- it, it reminded me of the old documentaries that we used yeah. to do. Yeah, I enjoyed Yeah, them. that's true. Yeah. That's true. We're just spoiled now. <laughs> George Lucas spoiled us with all his DVD releases because he packed those things to the gill with 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 features. He packed the, them the to the gill. The original DVD releases from the prequels. And then he put even hidden features on them that you had to like yeah. search for. Yeah. So yeah. we're like, we kind of got spoiled and then... Disney's been a lot, you know, way more scaled back on what comes out with the home releases. Like the third kind of the era also is we're seeing less content come with movie releases. Yeah. General. I guess they figure it's all on YouTube now, so why bother, maybe? Yeah. And if if you poke around on the home video sites, and I know we're getting away from toys and all that, there's a general consensus that this is probably the last time we'll get these movies on physical media. Mm. Interesting. That, yeah. you know, it's that, you know, I mean, that market is just dying. I mean, I think, you know, for these movies, maybe there'll be like one last big hurrah, like, you know, some super deluxe edition. And I'd love that. But, uh, I think they got to release the, uh, the unaltered trilogy. Oh, well, they, they've got to, or just stream it, or stream every version. That's what they. That's. I think I've said this before on the show. They need to stream every version, whatever version you saw when you were a kid that you're, that you're attached to. You can watch it. When Disney Plus subscriptions <laughs> start to lag, they'll put the uh-huh. original trilogy on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Did yeah. anyone watch the uh, Rogue One commentary? Um, this past week, uh, websites went out there. Yeah. I think. IGN, I think IGN had, had it, and I yeah. wanted to watch it, but I had a conflict. Yeah, I, I started watching it, but the family decided that they wanted me to uh, grill on the barbecue outside because it was a beautiful day, and so I only watched about a half hour of it. But, yeah, there's some nuggets just in the first uh, half hour that uh, I'm happy that it's now posted on YouTube so you can go back and watch it, and it's with uh, – Gary Witta and uh, Chris White, I want to say that's his name. So hmm. some commentary there. You can go back and relive some Rogue One memories because now that that movie is, uh, what, four years old? <laughs> How'd that happen? Yeah. Wow, yeah. Yeah, let's check that out. My last, my last thought is with the, retro, with the new retro collection figures, I'm excited to get them even though I kind of already have all those figures. What, wouldn't that be perfect for a mail-away? An old-fashioned, yep, it would. Old-fashioned uh, mail away and get the emperor figure or something. Well, how are we not going to get Bosk or or what were the empire mailaways? Bosk, uh, for for long, yeah. Like how or or the um accessory pack? Wouldn't that be so awesome if they did that? 
Oh yeah. I would buy more than I would have, you know, just to get the proofs of purchase or whatever. Well, here here's the problem, Jason. Who working on the line now has nostalgia for those type of things? Right. Because right now it seems like the people in charge are, you know, I mean, rightfully rightfully from Hasbro's perspective, looking at the lines for Hasbro as, you know, market, you know, what what's going to work right now in the market, right? And so five-inch and six-inch figures excel more than three and three-quarters, so they're leaning that way to, with their Black Series and their Galaxies of Adventure figures, you know. I mean, I just don't think we don't have the Steve James and now we don't have the Mark and we don't have the Sam Smiths anymore to, you know, who who have invested interest in keeping alive the things from yesteryear. And so I think we're going to get a lot of, you know, what, what what's popular right now as opposed to nostalgia or, you know, truly collector based. Yeah. Does right. anybody even do any mail orders in anymore? Does any line do that? Um, all collecting was these days. Playmate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all it's all mail order. No, but I wanna like I wanna like I wanna like put all the proofs of purchase or the whatever in an envelope and mail away for it and then worry about it for the next six months. Right. Like I like, I like pre ordering. Um yeah. Playmates is the line that I have seen has done that the most recent um, with their new turtle line. They had a turtle points or pizza points offers where you could, uh, as you buy the figures, you take the pizza points that are included with the figures and then you could send away for multiple sets or, you know, rare figures or what have you. And so, um, you know, not to, <laughs> not to go down a rabbit hole here, but from, Two turtle lines ago, Muckman was impossible. He was impossible. You couldn't find it. He was going for like two or three hundred dollars online. But the new line comes out. They offer pizza points, and one of the figures you could send away for is Muckman. So you can get him for the equivalent of like fourteen, fifteen dollars worth of figure sales. So they are the ones who have embraced that longevity, that 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 concept of mailing in. But not a lot of, you know, especially Hasbro hasn't done anything like that since the original vintage collection, I would say. It's the last time we had any quality Mellaways. Yeah. What was it? Yeah. Oh, well. Like the rocket firing FET, I think, was maybe the last mail away for the vintage collection, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was so cool. Right. Yeah. Was it that or the prototype FET, which came last? The... There was that white prototype. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it might have been the prototype. Oh yeah, which I don't know. With yeah. the blue sticker on the balls. Well, yeah. In Clone Wars, you had some mellowways as, as well for mm-hmm. Clone Wars, which was during the original vintage collection run. So yeah, there were a couple. Yeah. 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 There was the um, Rex, the Mon Cal Jedi, Mon well, Cal Jedi, Commander, the Commander Brick, Brick, a Nadar yeah. Veb. Yep. yep. The uh, Qui-Gon and the whatchamacallit. EOP. EOP. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that battle ca- that, that case, that like fold-out um, plastic case. Well, that came with Commander Brick. Yeah. Oh, it did? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That thing's pretty That was interesting. Yeah. 
Well, they had the ultimate galactic hunt, remember, where you got the stickers and you put them on there on the little... Well, that was way form. back when, well, yeah, for the mail-in Lucas and for the mm-hmm. coin. Yeah, that was way yeah, back. I mean, yeah. those are, I mean, they, they used to really thrive on that stuff. I mean, we can even go back to Fruit Loops early on in the Power of the Force in the modern line, you know? Well, That's my favorite mail-away for the modern line. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's I just... I love that Han Solo Fruit Loops thing. That was like the, that is like... My favorite modern mail away, easily. I still have two unopened boxes of Fruit Loops from that, with that offer on the back. I want to see a video of uh, Jake eating those Fruit Loops. Oh. <laughs> As someone that doesn't drink milk, that's going to be real hard to do. Soy milk. Soy milk, yeah. Yuck. All right. That's going to wrap it up. Uh, I want to thank everyone. Ryan, what's new on the YouTube channel? Uh, I've been doing like little vignettes about through my collection. Um, I'm going to do a live video with Q&A at some point. I put it out on our page if anybody wanted that, and several people mm. said yes. I thought about doing this last week, but then Gus has been doing his, and I thought those were far more interesting, and I ended up watching those myself. So <laughs> um, I will get to that and get that announced ahead of time so people can tune in for that. Um, and... I'll probably have a video when I finish the Senate uh, playset that I'm working on. I'll have a video of how I put that together. But, uh, you know, as new things come out and I get them, I'll do videos on that stuff, too. All right. And thanks for keeping the Facebook page active. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing at least two posts <laughs> a day right now. <laughs> uh, Matt? No, I got nothing. Um I'm reorganizing my stuff, like I said, and sorting mm-hmm. through it. And when I see interesting stuff, I'll post pictures of it every now and then. Yeah, that uh, was your box collection, right? That yeah. vehicle collection that you posted. Yeah, I put on that Facebook up last night. Yeah, very Just, cool. You know, whatever. I snapped a picture of it. I thought mm-hmm. somebody might find that interesting. Um, for sure. And you know, other than that, you know, I'll just be sitting tight, waiting for the next uh, podcast. And if Which, if, if Ryan's Q and A home video thing goes well. I'll copy that. All right. So. Um, hopefully the the next show. I, this it's been a while between the last show. Hopefully we'll get a a new show out sooner than than this one came out. But cool. Uh, Chris, I, I was gonna say when I put up that deal about the live Q and A, you know that's open for anybody. I wasn't just thinking of just me. I'd love to see you guys do that. Oh, I was too. thinking just you, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I was. <laughs> Uh, maybe as I get some stuff wrapped up here in my collection room and get it all back together, I might do a, a fresh tour, show the updates. That'd be uh, cool. But we'll see about that. Anyway, uh, no, it was good talking with you all. It's uh, haven't had any good quality uh, Star Wars talk time in a while. Yeah. And Jason, thanks again. Absolutely. I appreciate having me on again. Um, good talking toys as always. Um, me, I'll be like most people, just kind of waiting for everything to <laughs> subside and we kind of get back to some normalcy as far as being able to work regular schedules and go on regular toy hunts and, you know, just kind of yeah. get used to how things used to be. But you can find me online most of the time at uh, yakface.com and Twitter and Instagram and, yeah, be hanging out and trying to keep people up to date with as much stuff as I can. And Jake. Well, um, about 
about to finish up my G.I. Joe inventory, and after that I've decided I'm going to direct some uh, some well-used time to some more Star Wars stuff. So you'll see more Star Wars content popping up from me. Um, any visitors to the site recently have seen that um, from forlamdazakis.com is under renovation and that I'm right now using the Forlamkis. So you can see maybe uh, a new website refresh here in the near future. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm kind of in the mood to open stuff. So who knows if I'll start unboxing videos or just, uh, reviewing old stuff, but I have a lot, a lot of stuff that needs opening. So that's kind of something I think I'm going to use with this downtime. What? Like, I think Chris or maybe Ryan, Chris or maybe Ryan, I can't remember who I have always asked you to take a group shot of all your best vintage Bespin Lukes. Well, you know what? I, gotta I think wait. you should do that. I got to wait on that because now I'm going to start hoarding an all new modern Bespin Luke. <laughs> How for, many do you have? How I many vintage know. Bespin Lukes do you I have? I don't know. I don't know. And it, you know what? In my mind, I feel like I have so many and I'm probably going to get a group picture and go, oh, there's 20. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I feel like I buy them all the time, but uh-huh. I don't buy them online. I only buy them in person. So that yeah. might limit the actual amount I have. So. We will see, um, but now I want every Bestman Luke I find on a you know a retro card though. So yeah, so if you show up at Walmart and they have ten of them on the pegs, there's a good are chance you leaving with all ten. Potentially, <laughs> it's a problem. But what else do I have to buy? You know, as a three and three quarter collector. So, um, so yeah, so that's where I'm at. All right, and that does wrap up the show. I want to thank everybody. Who's out there listening? Hope everyone is staying well. Um, for Galaxy of Toys, this is Jason. Good night, but not goodbye. Just one more round, friend. Then a homeward bound, friend. Don't forget me in your dreams. Just one more song, friend. And then so long, friend. The nights get shorter, it seems Just one more rhyme, friend Yes, it's a crime, friend But you know time, friend Time can fly So it's good night, friend Good night, but not goodbye